Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Hello there, it's Mary Stone once again on the screen porch. I'm doing something different. It's actually late in the afternoon. I wish I was out here earlier when the birds were singing. But now we have a herd of deer in the backyard munching away. Yesterday I ran out to chase them, which was kind of silly, but um, don't want to train them to be here, you know, once the garden starts to grow in. But they're hungry and the grass is starting to green up, so I suspect... Like all of us, they're taking advantage of the new growth of spring. Anyway, always a joy to visit with you and hear from those that shared since our last chat. I heard from Kevin Murphy after thanking him for being part of the previous episode. He wrote, I really enjoyed episode 48, Gardens Inspire Love. Great segue into it and wonderful analogies throughout. Thanks for making my Sunday a better day. I look forward to sharing it with Christy. Be well, smiley face. Thank you, Kevin, and thank those of you that join me each week. It means so much. So today we're going to talk about a topic that seems to come up each spring, mostly from neat and tidies. (laughs) What is it about moss and lichen that folks don't like? Moss is so cute and fuzzy, after all. But maybe once folks learn about moss and more about fascinating lichen, they'll start to like it inspiring a column titled, Why Leave Lichen and Moss Be? And it starts like this. Hello, fellow readers and listeners. Last week, I visited Colleen and Eileen of Lake Mohawk, New Jersey, who installed a block retaining wall next to their mortared stone wall that's been there for many, many years. They spoke about sprucing up the stone wall by power washing it and maybe topping it with a cap so it blends better into the new manufactured wall. I suggested they leave the stone wall be, let it stand out in the vintage architectural element of the original home, likely built in the early to mid-1930s. Besides, power washing may damage the mortar between the boulders, and the lichen decorating the wall is extraordinary. And so, it's true, I came home and I sent them a link to a previous story called Liking Lichen, you can see on the Garden Dilemmas website. I'm not sure they read it, but maybe they'll listen to this. (laughs) Lichens are a fascinating combination of fungus and algae. The algae portion photosynthesizes the sun's energy into food, supporting the fungus, making lichen almost self-sufficient, reliant only on water and air. Think of it as an air plant of sorts. You know, those trendy alien-looking house plants that don't require soil. According to the National Park Service, lichens reveal the air quality in a location. Those sensitive to pollution will discolor or die, and more tolerant species will take over. Colleen and Eileen's lichen are breathing well and happily living. So I mentioned already the previous story, Liking Lichen, which I wrote in response to a concern over a maple adorned with the tapestry of powdery blue lichen interwoven with moss. Rest assured, the presence of lichen and moss does not indicate a tree's demise. Moss and lichen cause no harm. They are merely seeking a structure to call home. Can't blame them, right? And living hosts, such as trees, benefit from lichen and moss's added protection. 
unliving hosts may benefit too from the added layer. Although roof cleaners say that moss and lichen loosens the granules that provide the color and protect the asphalt and fiberglass in the shingles. But another client new in their home had the moss removed from the roof using a safe chemical process, they explain, after which the roof leaked profusely and resulted in a replacement. While it's true it was reaching its life expectancy, they likely could have gotten a few more years out of the existing roof protected by the moss. This story hits close to home because our roof, the old roof, was covered with moss. And uh, I said to Kurt, let's leave it on there because if we take it off, who knows what's going to happen. It filled in all the nooks and crannies, right? Speculation has it, moss can damage retaining walls. But the presence of moss is merely evidence of favorable moisture, shade, and acidic pH conditions. Of course, as you would expect, those that sell brick, stone, and block wall cleaning services say that they cause damage by discoloring the surface and damaging the wall by loosening the mortar. I don't know. The lake wall has been standing steady for 90 or more years. And besides, the discoloration adds to the world charm. If you insist on a perfect complexion, is there such a thing? Or if algae or moss is causing a fall risk on a walkway, I read using a pressure washer set at 1,000 PSI or less and a 40-degree fan-tip nozzle is relatively safe. Patch holes or cracks before starting and let the patches dry thoroughly to prevent water from seeping into the wall. See, that sounds fussy, complicated. What if you blow out the mortar? Just saying. But unless there's a hazard, let lichen and moss be, just as Mother Nature beautifully intended. Garden Dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com So I have to tell you, this story that I just wrote reminds me of one written a few years ago called Removing Moss Madness. I hope it'll bring a laugh to you, as it does to me still. I'll just kind of go through it. I think we have time. Let's see. Last week, I received a text from Chris of Blairstown. Look what we're doing today, getting the moss off the retaining wall. He shared pictures to boot. He knew this was going to bug me, right? No, I wrote back with a big-eyed emoji, then added a wink and a smile. Chris is my dear Kurt's brother, and after 10 years, there's been remarkable progress on retooling his former lawn protocols from synthetic chemicals to organic. Yay! But I have not been able to convince him to relish the beauty and the convenience of moss. Moss as a ground cover or lawn alternative is cushy on the feet and doesn't require cutting. And it adds a delightful green softness to an otherwise hard and sterile-looking block retaining wall. But I suppose beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Years ago, I was on the floor when Chris described using his backpack blower around a colony of moss in a shady spot on the side of his house. It's like a bad toupee blowing in the wind. <laughs> After I stopped giggling, I suggested he stay clear of the velvety carpet when he's blowing every single leaf off his lawn. Gotta love perfectionists. Chris texted that he was just using water with 3,400 PSI pressure to remove the moss. Hmm, I suppose with manufactured block walls versus bordered stone walls, you can pump up the volume from 1,000 PSI we talked about before. But I don't know, why can't you just leave it there, Chris? I'm just saying. To make you happy, we're not using chemicals, Chris wrote. My comeback? the thank you emoji, a thumbs up, and a smiley face. 
The thank you emoji also serves as the one for sending prayers, which I do, that more act respectively and follow the trends towards kindness towards our dear earth. Here's to new beginnings. Garden dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com Yes, indeed. Kindness towards our dear earth. <laughs> if you'd like to hear more moss talk, I hope you do want to hear more moss talk, there's an episode 12 called Garden Magic, Magnificent Boss. Can you tell I'm a fan of the fuzzy? <laughs> I'm curious how many of you are, too. And I'm curious to hear more of your stories of how nature and gardens help heal and grow your life. You can email me at askmarystone at gmail.com. Thanks so much for coming by. I hope you enjoyed our time together as I have. And if so, please share with your friends who may enjoy it as well so more can join us. It's fun to watch our community of lovers of all things green grow. Should I add green and fuzzy? <laughs> Until next time. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.